From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Are we up? I don't know. Are we here? I guess we're here. Aaron, if you're listening to the show, we're getting one heck of a slap back. What? And welcome in. Good morning, everybody. Some weird dude just pulled up on a bicycle. Broadcasting out here this morning on Countryside Baptist Church Wild Game Cook. It's a beautiful morning to be outside, and uh, it really looks good. It's foggy. It's the fog moist. Just, the fog is I'm, just coming. I'm about in. ready to hear something. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask the man who just sat down in the chair if there's any of those around here because I'm sure he's been keeping an eye on it. Too many house cats. No, no, no turkeys around here, Nick. None, none too many. Uh, shot them all, did you? Hey, hey, I'm glad to see you finally grow a beard. That's nice. I didn't recognize him. He's got this <laughs> facial hair thing going, man. He's trying to look all Uncle Side looking. And he's uh, got it going there pretty good, and it's freaking me out. I didn't even recognize him when he came with me. I didn't either. Some beach bum come riding up here on a beach cruiser with his flip-flops and his fishing shirt on. I was like, what is this hippie doing here? That's a great undercover look for you, man. It would be a good way to sneak up on the illegal snook guys. And That's uh, what he had for Gasparilla. Is that what he left over from Gasparilla? Yeah, I didn't want to get out of his Gasparilla. I notice you're driving a race car now. Yeah, I saw that Dodge over there. I saw the uh, the, oh, the Charger there. Oh, is that? Oh, the next one? Oh, I didn't see the truck. You know, it would probably help if you had a headphone and microphone on. That way the rest of the people could hear this conversation. <laughs> Don't mind the echo. <laughs> you got to take one ear off. Otherwise, that, it's going to be insane. Does no? it help? With the, no, I can still hear it. No, it doesn't help. It's like we're singing the national anthem in Tampa Stadium. And the rock glitz and glare. See? It's pretty neat. We are broadcasting live out here this morning at the Wild Game Cookout out here at the Countryside Baptist Church. We are here again. It's an anniversary for you, Jonathan. Three years ago uh, today, you uh, sat down in that chair and decided to uh, ruin your life and join the show. (laughs) Since you put it that way. Pretty awesome. Uh, everybody, of course, you're invited to come out here as much as you want. Uh, you can start right now. You can help everybody start setting up stuff if you want to. But I think that the, the main feed's going to happen at around 3 o'clock. It'll go all the way to 6 o'clock this evening. It's absolutely free. You can come on by. It's at the Countryside Baptist Church out here at uh, 13422 Sydney Road right here in Nova, Florida. They're going to have all kinds of great stuff. Wild game cookout, of course, with lots of eats. We'll probably have some gator. They'll probably have some deer and wild hog and squirrel and rice again, hopefully this year. And Glenn's going to uh, fire up the deep the deep fryer over there that he borrowed from Mr. G. I was just about to ask you who that's like Glenn had a new fryer. No, he borrowed that from Mr. Glisson over at G5 Feet Outdoors. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I think They're nice be, fryers. Oh, man, that's one of those Cajun – is that the dual, dual-sided jobber? Yeah. So you got the dual one going on. He's going to be uh, deep frying a bunch of 
crappy bluegill brim I, I don't know what do you got in the freezer that you're going to be i don't know i'm we'll probably have to get something from the guy across from me <laughs> You, you, got, you got stuff in the evidence freezer we can borrow and uh, I got stuff donate to a good the, uh, cause? The house freezer I'll bring down. <laughs> <laughs> Those would be Gorton fish sticks. <laughs> hey, <laughs> that thing will fry them. <laughs> a little Butter Alaskan ball. Pollock yeah, that we can have in here. But there's going to be lots of food, uh, lots of stuff for the kids to do. we got the classic car show going on today as well. So if you're uh, into the old cars or cool cars, you can bring the kids out, let them oh. run around. There's plenty of room. Is uh, archery happening again this year? Is Trinity Sportsman's going to be out here? I think you know so. Bill, 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 Bill. You hey, know? there's there's breakfast here. And oh my gosh! I, listen, they're bringing food. Up <laughs> Did anybody else well. feel that guardrail hit? We just hit. You guys the are making me so jealous with all the food no. talk. I'm gonna have to stop by and see you on my way. So in. You, you don't know if. Yeah, you need to come out here, Aaron. <laughs> You don't know if Trinity Sportsman's is going to be I have no here? clue. Yes, I think they will be. Oh, you do? Yes. You think they're going to be out here? So, well, no. it'll be a good time had by all. We have a good time out here every single year. We uh, come on out. We invite you to come on out. There's air conditioning in the back. So if you're really worried about getting overheated today when they reach, what, 80-something out here today? Maybe 84. 84? They said the interior of the state might get, like, 86 today. Suck it up. 86. I, I'm telling all my northern friends, don't bother coming down. The gobblers are all going to be done be, by turkey season. There's no reason to come. <laughs> They're all going to be bred and That's going fair. back to just yeah. feed. It'll yeah. be just a bunch of pregnant girls running around, a bunch of lonely dudes. Yep. Well, you saw the video I showed you this morning. I mean, there's I know where it, there's four at right yeah, now. Yeah, but notice they were all by themselves, no hens with them. Yep. See, they've done all bread. Now they're going back to. Yeah, we have video evidence. There you go. Yep, video there's, evidence. There's facts. It's 30 degrees <laughs> there's colder. There's data. Wait, let's say it right. There's data right there to prove your point. It's 30 degrees colder up there. Yep. They're probably not even thinking about it yet. Were they gobbling at all? Uh, they were just out there bugging on the video you showed me. Like I was telling you all, you figured out pretty quick who the dominant bird was. And he puffed up a couple times, and I that, thought maybe I was going to see a little show, but that's worse. He just walked along. Oh, really? So he didn't uh, decide to go try to kick up on the teenagers or anything like that. He just kind of walked. Oh through. no, they knew who Daddy was. <laughs> Usually, it's like a brother group, you know. I mean, there's, there's not really a lot of new gobblers that get invited into the clan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's usually uh, they were raised together or at least in a brood that was next to each other with sisters and all that kind of good stuff. So. Well, that that video, what cracked me up was, is usually you see them six, eight-inch beard or bigger. It's kind of hilarious when you see a group of them together like that because they pretty quickly tell you who the boss is. Right. <laughs> well, there were a couple of good ones in there that had some really nice beards on them. Uh, yeah, there's two more in there you want to give a couple more years. Yeah, Ava's already laid claim to two or three of them. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> two or three? Yeah. Really? Listen, listen, if it's from the same place, unless you're bouncing WMAs, you better stick to two. Yeah, well, I'm saying <laughs> she's giving me the whole, I would shoot this one, this one, or this one. So she's giving me the list of her her hit list, you know. All right. Yes. She's already marked them on the videotape. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh. I'll take yeah. that one, Daddy, number two, and number four. Yeah. Leave the other two, one and three, out. Let them uh, grow a little bit more. There, that's better. 
And I even got – I got to send this to Chris and Tim because I've even got a beautiful <laughs> shot of the double bull ground blind in the background. That you weren't in when you videotaped. Yeah. Yeah, I was sitting in the legs of the fallen over shooting house that got knocked over by Hurricane Michael that I rednecked up with a bunch of pine limbs around both sides. Mm-hmm. So, you know. And, and they didn't seem to mind you being there whatsoever? Oh, not at all. How far away was that when you videotaped that? They stay within 20, 25 yards of really? it. Really? They must know it's not hunting season, that's for sure. So, the duck. <laughs> The doe, unfortunately, that came out later, she thought she saw something, and that was the last thing she got to see on this earth. So, what do you mean? There, she got hit by lightning. If you want, I just call, hope it was still in season. If you want to call a savage stealth BA ten lightning, then yeah, that's fine. Oh, really? <laughs> but that is lightning, kind yes. of. It's a boomstick. Look or here for the like flash. That. Well, I got a report here that says Richard's on the phone. Good morning, Richard. How are you doing on this beautiful foggy day in near central Florida? Maybe. Richard. Well, I guess he's not. He can't get through. He's got. A, he's eating a Burger King biscuit. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> Put down the biscuit, Richard. Call back. Try again. Do what you got to do. Uh, anyway, I wanted to go back over the fact that we are now – Apparently, according to the FWC, correct me if I'm wrong there, uh, Officer Nick, we are totally and honestly red tide free. So far. Looks good. What do you mean so far? That sounds gloom and doomy. <laughs> to me. All I'm hearing is praise. And everything. It's, it's free. Great. We're done. It's great. No, we're good. Let the fish begin. Here at Big and Wild, we do not give fake news. Come on now. Give us facts. The state <laughs> is never red tide free. Gloom and doom twins over there. No. All the news reports, everybody's saying that uh, the state of Florida, FWC, the biologists, everybody's saying that we're red tide free. It's it's there. It's not causing a problem. It's at low levels in areas that aren't bothering you. Yeah, somebody needs to say it. Why don't you you call the news departments at every television station and tell them that? Yeah, Bill. When they get around and get rid of all that uh, fossil fuel power, we'll 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 get them on board. Oh, for never mind. <laughs> so we're all going to be fishing on sailboats. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh my goodness! I can see I can see Dylan Hubbard now rigging up his giant uh, fleet out there with giant sails to go. The black pearl. He, he, yeah, I mean, like to fish the black pearl. He made it to the FWC meeting. Day. Oh, he did. He did. Well, he's a hunter, of course. He's no, got some it, two he, cents he, in. he was there on the marine side. He got up and spoke multiple times on the Marine side. They separate you when you walk in. It's like the bride and the groom. Which side of the room you want to sit on? Are you here Marine for the side or, or the, uh, yeah. <laughs> the no. mammal Andersee. side? Which one do you want to get no, on? No, they turned around. They, they For them, it was fishing primarily on one day and hunting on the next day. Well, he's always been pretty vocal, especially on the Red Snapper duh, stuff and all that kind of stuff. But which anyway. was covered. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, read the, I read the report. I didn't watch you on TV. Sorry. Hey, did you have your makeup done right? I mean, uh, you know, the world's going to see you. No. No. But I did have my hair cleaned up and taken. Very nice. Well, we're going to take a break. We are the Bigger Wild Outdoors broadcasting live out here at Countryside Baptist Church right here on Sydney Road in Dover. Come on by a little bit later on. Bring Bring the family. Bring your big old appetite because everything is free and there'll be lots of food for everybody. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, stay with us. We'll be right back. 
Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden, Glenn, Jonathan, Bill George, and Officer Nick from the FWC. He decided to uh, come by and eat all the sausage. Apparently, his wife doesn't feed him at home because uh, he came over here. We had a big old giant plate of about 30 pieces, and we're down to three. Hey, he is on an officer's salary. I mean, like, they yeah. don't they don't pay an officer very much at He's the FWC. He's a growing boy. Well, you know, you can always swing in at any convenience store and get, like, two hot dogs for a couple of bucks. I mean, you know, it's, it's not like there's not places that you can go and <laughs> You're bulking purchase up. all that. I and mean, some some are better hunters and, and have and that's more why in the freezer. Up, that's why he came up on his bicycle because he can't afford to buy fuel. Can't get any gas. Can't, like, can't, can't get any budget. gas for the truck. I took the conservationist approach this year. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. I did. I I went this oh, year. So I didn't too. shoot a buck. You're too busy cleaning and taking other people hunting to get the chance to. <laughs> no. So. Just watch things walk away from me. Oh, that that's so nice. You get to watch other people do bad things. Uh, we are out here broadcasting live this morning out here at the Countryside Baptist Church out here on Sydney Road in Dover, Florida. The uh, feast gets underway at three o'clock today. Goes all the way till six p.m. Uh, I know that they're going to have the the uh, classic car show going on here, but are they going to have anything else that you know of, Glenn? Well, I know the uh, remote control airplanes are supposed to be here. The drones? Uh, well, possibly. Uh, Can we combine that with a clay shoot? <laughs> well, I, I, I've had I got seen nice private land about three houses. That could be fun. Reports before people doing that, but, uh, you know, they always end up in court, so it's, it's not a good idea. If they cross the fence line, though, if the plane crosses the fence line, is it fair game? At what altitude? It doesn't matter. Less than 85 feet is the uh, FAA's definition of private land. Less than 85 feet up in the sky? Yes, sir. Yep. So if you're up there at uh, 90 feet above somebody's house, you're, you're uh, what is that? It's not the, It's not your property anymore. It's, it's not your property. It's just airspace. Per- it's not an invasion of your personal yeah. space. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, we'll see about that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. I got some drone over and over in my house. <laughs> you know, bad things happen. I was cleaning my gun, officer. I don't know what happened. It just went off, and the thing fell out of the sky. Some whirly bird. That's the way it worked. I don't know. Well, um, a buddy of mine, he was telling me just, uh, I guess, about a week and a half ago, he had that a drone invasion, and uh, they were out there uh, just about 15 feet off the ground. And flying around, check, and he said it's kind of like, are they just checking out his place to see what he's got to come in there and and take it when he's not home? Uh, but so at 15 feet above the ground, and it's legal for what action? Oh, and just handle your business, protect your property. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> well, Sounds then, like a plan. I bet. Well, I won't mention his name, but you know who I'm talking about. So he'll definitely be ready to so do it. So if you get a call this week, don't freak out. Yeah. I I was one day I was gator hunting, and I had one as I was flying down a. Um, Piece of property, Polk County. Well, that's uh, just that was Nick and them checking on you. I'll tell you. Well, it, it chased me. It, <laughs> it chased me down, and then as I pulled in to, to check out a little cove, it stopped. It looked at what we were doing, and then it went flying off. It well, was weird. I mean, it. The guys that are doing the survey for the property for all the damage and everything else. That's one of their main things that they use now. Is they just, oh, this is your property. This is the coordinate. Do 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 do. Bloop. A lot less sweatier. Go, goes Put that up. that drone up. You don't have to go walk. Yep. 
goes up, makes the fly around, comes back about 15 minutes later. and You know, that brings up an interesting thing because if, uh, if you're out there hunting, if you're on private land and some guy decides to fly a drone over your private land and just to see what you got out there kind of dealio, you don't know if they're surveying for whatever or it could be possible poachers looking for a spot and looking for trophy bucks and everything else out there. That's why you carry flu flu arrows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they go. Yeah, I can't determine how's they. You know, the layperson going to look up and go, "Well, he's eighty-five feet above me, or whatever." And if it's private land, you don't know when to take action or anything like that. The one that gets me is, what is when is it going to be considered hunter harassment when these animal rights people start flying drones in over forests with speakers attached to them, Bluetooth, and making noises and buzzing and everything else. Thanks, well, Braden. Now you're giving this, them ideas. This, 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 certainly fit the definition. Ch- it would just have to be modified for, you know, things progressing, I guess. No, because the guy that that stole the fish from the fisherman in St. Pete and threw it back in, that was the one charge they dropped was the harassment charge because it wasn't on state land or something oh, like that. Oh, he's talking about private, private okay. property. Okay. But, but in that case, so if you're, if you're turning around and you're – is the airspace state, or is it feds, or whose is it? At 85 feet, you just said. Yeah, it's, hey, it's I've free. introduced you to a new thing. It's hey. not sovereign submerged lands. <laughs> hey. It's now airspace. Well, it would be it would be federal, right? Do you think in the air is federal aviation? Okay, so it's not state land, so it's not here, here's applicable my take by on the it, law. On private property, prove he was 85 feet. Well, that's the thing. If, if you're out at uh, Upper Hillsboro Management Area, and some guy sees you out there hunting and decides to start hovering over you and you know making noises and dive bombing and doing all that kind of stuff. You're over state land. Well, unless what, you're what Glenn, could you do? most of us only climb about 20 to 30 feet in a tree. He's usually about 50, 60 feet. So. I like to be up that high. Yeah, I mean, I'll, if it gets close enough, I'll just grab it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> But, but I mean, well, I mean, really, what could be your retort to I do mean, something if, like that on state well, land? Well, if you shoot it, there goes your. I mean. There's still, I guess, flight history on. I don't know how the drones work. I don't. I've never messed with one of those things. But what I understand, there's a little altimeter on your smartphone or whatever app you use. You turn it sideways, and you're able to fly it. So it was on the ground when I shot yeah. it. Yeah, I'm sure you could. You know, after the fact, subpoena as I know, said, the person's records or feet. get a warrant for it and, and check sure. the flight history of it. And was, if it was less than 85 feet, or if they're down close to the ground on state property. Then you probably Listen, would that be you? We would call you, or would that be the feds? That's I what know, I'm saying. Hey, all I know Starts is with us. they got to prove that it was I, uh, above 85 feet, and right now it's sitting on the ground. Well, that's yeah. what he said. You'd have to go back and look at their record. But no, uh, no, keeps them they'd have I know to it prove that done. they were over 90 or 85 when I shot it. <laughs> no, we'd have to prove it was less than 85. And here, no, yeah. and the burden here, of proof is on the, on the state. No, on the if I did something wrong, yeah. You'd yeah. have to prove that it was above 85 foot and that I was in the wrong. And, and here's your other thing. Oh, You're on my state. private property. On Come state? on my private property try to get your drone. Yeah. Well, that's private, <laughs> but I'm talking about a, like a management, a land management property oh, or gosh. even a fishing hole. If you're out there uh, fishing off Weedon Island and somebody's sitting there dive bombing you on whatever well, you're, you're trying to fish. You're using that term dive bomb. So then that's a, that's a harassment or an attack. you gotta you got to defend yourself at that point. It's, it's going as long to take as you're the over rest at Wheaton Island, if you're a little further east, and uh, you might have somebody else to deal with. Oh, Air yeah. Force. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> McDowell would probably have a little a something little, saying that. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just, you know, 
without any kind of proof that he was sitting here dive bombing me because when I shot it, it was, you know, 89 feet up in the air and knocked it out of the sky. And the guy comes back and goes, look, I was 85 feet. You shot it out of there. You can't do that. If you keep having that problem, just keep one of those little plastic clay pigeon throwers on your boat with a couple clay pigeons. I was throwing clay pigeons. He got in the way. Or just taking, uh, <laughs> cast out your Bill George gator hook with some 100-pound power pro and just catch it, cast it out, retrieve it. Catch it in the sky. Yeah, I guess. Fly it like a kite. I guess you could probably do that. <laughs> Take a few shots and see what you can do. Well, well I'd say 10, 10 pounds Spider Pro or Powerline or something like that would just absolutely wreck havoc on it. Yeah, you get in a couple of those propellers that would probably bring it right out of the Have sky. you seen those things when they hit people? No, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they're bigger than they look, and they're they're moving. Well, there's some that are super tiny. I'm amazed because I've been looking at a small one, you yeah. know. Um, to help you out with turkey hunting this year? <laughs> Not this year. Uh, next year. <laughs> listen, <laughs> It'll be legal by next year. year. Listen, if he's on the roost right and he won't come off the limb, you take it, you bring it around, and you come in from the other side, and you flush him right to you, and you shoot him when he comes off the limb. I think that would be and helping quote, you. Mike Mahoney, not, this is not all take that as legal <laughs> advice. Do not do that. I would that think that was. suing and molesting wildlife. Yeah. No. Yes. What's it? What yeah, is it? Hey. That's not like good. I just said. Like Mike Mahoney used to say to me all the time, "This is all entertainment, folks. Please yeah. do not do." This. I can drive down the road and, now and, we know and how shoot I'm... one while I'm in the car out the window. How's on, that? On, How's on, that not using a vehicle? On, on a, where state oh, God. Take, a break. take a break. Take a break. Now we know why Bill ended up with all those birds in camp yeah, last really. year. Yeah. We are big and wild outdoors. We got to take a quick break. Broadcasting live here at Countryside Baptist Church. Stop by and see us. Brought to you by G5 Feed Outdoors. Brandon Ford, we'll be right back. Venison sausage. Who's, who's this? Dave. I think Dave should have made that. Really? And welcome back to Big and Wild Outdoors. That's good. I know. Sitting here at the table watching Braden eat all that sausage. Up. I got one piece. Nick's emptied <laughs> up. Oh, come on, hey. man. Don't blame it on Nick. There is no evidence left. He's got to no. take a worm. <laughs> exactly. Got to wait eight hours. Well, just around the corner next week, I guess it's going to be the big deal going on at G5 Feeding Outdoors with the uh, turkey seminar. A lot of people coming out. Brayden, you got a big lineup over there. Yeah, I think uh, we got a few people that are going to be showing up out there, that's for sure. Uh, of course, uh, our good friend William Sullivan's going to come out. He's going to – Come out there and hang out a little bit. I asked Toby if he wanted to come, and he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. But uh, he may he may show up out there. But Chris Graham is going to show up with his son, uh, Matt. Is Matthew? That's yep. Matthew? Yep, Matt. Uh, both of them, unbelievably great turkey callers. They're going to be showing up out there. Kevin Vaughn's coming down from Spring King Calls. He's going to be there. Uh, Rick Felita, well-known guy around here, of course, with Cypress Creek, Cypress Creek Turkey Calls. He's going to be there as well. And then they got a special guest coming in, um, Philip Culpepper. And he's with Realtree. And if you, don't, if you don't know who Philip Culpepper is. Is he your brother or Brad? No. Oh, Just no. watch Bone Collector. He's all over Relation that. Relation at Dante? No, no. But if you go and just Google uh, turkey taken with pistol or oh, turkey shot with awesome. pistol, he is like the first guy, awesome. first guy in the country to – 
kill a turkey with a 410 Judge pistol from literally, I mean, like arms length away. Uh, you know, he, the one with the fan through the fan. Yeah, through yeah, the yeah, fan. I have seen yeah. that. That's well, incredible. You know, he he started you know at ten yards, and I couldn't believe how spread out those pellets were. And then he went to five yards. And it was a little bit tighter. I think he said there were like four pellets that were in the kill zone. And that was on the practice shots when he was seeing what the effective range of it. Right. Well, you know, he introduces the video really good because he says, we checked with the the game laws in Florida, checked the legality of what we were trying to do, and uh, said it was legal because they can't do it where he's from. I think he's from South Carolina. And uh, he said, well, here's, you know, five yards. He did 10, 5, and then 2 yards or so, and it was like, you know, full on. But this turkey, literally, if you watch the video, he's behind a fan of guys out there in the middle of a field crouching and crawling. And I think what makes that whole thing is that the mic is right here and is breathing. Because if you listen, he's out there just (sighs) – and then you hear the little click, click, and that judge get cocked back. And that bird, you could tell – that he was on the last step, kind of like a pole vaulter. He wasn't stutter stepping. The next step was going to be airborne, and he was going to be spurring the Here comes dog the, yes. crud out of that fan. And just as he took that last step, boom! I mean, he shot self-defense. that thing. Literally, it was at that point, yeah. it was self defense. Because that bird was probably maybe at the most three feet away yeah. when he shot it and killed it. Now, what part and, of Florida was he hunting in? I think he was down south. Uh, I forget who it is they hunt with down there. They're down below like Ona. The no, I thought he was down by the lake. Was he? I, I believe so. If it's Over in Lake Wales? They, no, Okeechobee. I thought it was like yeah. he got up real early. It was like the whole long video. Yeah. Was that the same one? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. about a seven-minute, I think, video yeah. or something like that. But uh, he's going to be coming down for the uh, turkey seminar because <laughs> how convenient. Turkey season, he'll be here heading down south to scout because it's the opening day. In the south zone. The following week. Well, no, that day it's in the south. So that's why we had a lot of turkey guys go, love to go. I'll be down south. Love to go. I'll be in. I'll be down in Ona. I'll be well, wherever. His dad, uh, Philip. You know, a lot of people don't know this. His dad's Roger Culpepper. That's right. Is the land manager for Realtree, so he manages the whole farm in Georgia. Yeah. You know what? I want to say he was on Likes property. Yeah. I think that's where he was when he did that. Like Glades but, or- but so he wouldn't be able to do that in Green Swamp and be able to crawl up on something well, at five I, yards. They why not? That, I don't know. Fan, the way they fan them Why not? Because you done shot everything out of there. Yeah. You and your, your clan. Well, you our, your clan has, our clan takes more than their fair share. But, but I, I, that fair right there, share. <laughs> Jonathan's got a good point. Now that technique has gotten to be extremely popular where guys are uh, getting out there, getting behind that yeah. fan. And, you know, if you watch that video, do yourself a favor, go see it. It's on uh, YouTube. And those birds are off in a corner, and they're kind of watching him like, what's going on? With but until he starts it's the putting movement. and drumming yeah. and starts flipping that fan back and forth like he was puffing up and, like, daring yeah. him to come out. It's the movement. Oh, my gosh. Those guys came ru- They were like, man, I, what? I know you ain't talking to me. Boom. I mean, they were uh, running. Yeah. There, there's another turkey hunter that I know who kills – a lot of turkeys, and uh, that's one of the things. He has a little fold-up fan that he uses, and he fans a number of birds in. You know, it's funny because until you shake that thing at them, they just look at it like, okay, what's he doing over there? I don't know. It looks kind of suspicious. But that switch gets completely turned off when you, like, literally call their bluff and start 
flipping that fan back and forth. That technique just seems to just set him off like, oh, no, you just did not flick those tail feathers at me. Well, that's, like, that, that's like saying your mama. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like John Brunson will tell you, there's people, we've talked about this before, they've been doing this for like five, six, seven years. People have started doing it because, like you said, it's the motion. It's basically them walking out on the playground and flipping the middle finger to yeah. the other guy and – you know, oh, really? You yeah. think I'm going to stand here and take and that? And, of course, after you're done, you got a gazillion ticks on you. So, yeah. <laughs> I was well, going to take the shot, but I felt uh, it bur- burrowing in under my chin. Well, he yeah. was out there in a wide open field. I mean, you know, you would think, wide oh, my God, ticks. this guy's going to be so busted. And birds came running in like they knew his daddy. I mean, they were they – I were, mean, at what point do you see that big fan and that thing moving around that you'll say, man, that's a dinosaur turkey. I better stay over here. I, you know what? It they doesn't. Don't care. doesn't matter. Doesn't. Doesn't, they don't know. You know why? Because he's beat up everybody that's standing around him, so he thinks he's a tough guy on the street, and he goes, this guy's no different. Oh, look, Some new guy stranger. in the jail yard. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> new guy in the house, man. But uh, speaking of the judge, we're going to be giving one of those away at G5 Feeding Outdoors. So the same basic pistol that he used to shoot that turkey with, they're going to be giving one of those away I, at the store. If you so, want to I, see one today, I've got one sitting about 30 feet away from us. Oh, oh, I, oh. I, I will tell you, Carlos tried to shoot a squirrel one time with it, and I can concur with testing. The lethal range on that is not very far. Uh, on a bird or small game, yes. On a human being Depends with the right quantity load, yeah, it, it would work just fine. But now they have the longer version. You know, they got the big one with the six-inch barrel, so – uh, that one right there will – I, I but, would say if you could yeah, kill hey. a bird from two feet with with that one, you could probably at least cover but the five yards. Isn't it a rifled barrel? Uh, yeah. You want to okay, see what, so you you see what shot, one looks like during It's a, a lightly rifled barrel. <laughs> but if you have a shot shell traveling down a rifled barrel, what happens when it comes out the end? It spreads out. Yeah. So on a squirrel, if you're 20 feet away, it's that shot's going – Every which direction. Uh, yeah, if you're going to a two- or three-inch barrel, I'm talking yeah. a six-inch barrel. I can add more data to this conversation. Like I said, there's one sitting in the truck over there. What barrel length do you have on yours? I have the Raging Judge. So you got the big six-incher. And at 10 yards, one of those shoot-and-see shoot targets that's about that big. Right. That'd be uh, about nine, ten inches. Let's just say it's very bright green at 10 yards when you pull the trigger with the 410 ammunition. <laughs> yeah, but what, what bird shot or? No, this is the – Defense. Oh, the defense your, load. Knock yeah. your knock your head and the you know what. Yeah. I don't know if you want to shoot a turkey with a forty one caliber, but I guess you could. It's you know forty five long call. It's okay. But the the Hornady round has the one who has the forty one mm-hmm. caliber uh, Hornady slug in the front and then two thirty eight uh, yeah. rounds well, behind it. Make sure if you read uh, if you're hunting on WMAs, make sure a lot of, a number of them are shotgun only or no rifles. So, pistol well, wouldn't be a rifle, but... It shoots a shot shell. So, Nick? Yes? What would be the uh, ruling on that if I'm sitting over a, a world record Osceola with a 17-inch <laughs> beard and weighs 25 pounds, and I shot it with my tor- uh, with my judge? Where are you at? Uh, let's say Rich Lum. Rich Lum shotgun on him? It, I, I'd say that that is Upper uh, Hillsboro would no be rifles, no rifles, no rifles. That fire. it's not a rifle, but it's, it's not a center it, fire. And technically, it is a forty-five long cold slash four ten. That's the way it's actually 
listed it on the friendly manufacturer. So it is a It's what you shoot them with. Four ten, or you shooting? Yeah. Well, the four ten. Yeah, you're good. Oh, four ten, you're fine. Yeah. Well, then, you, I mean, you said a pistol, so I mean, a pistol's not. But a there are some that say shotgun pistol. only. Yeah. There are a few WMAs that say shotgun well, that would be, only. Like that would be. One, would that not be a shotgun if it's uh, even in pistol form? Probably not. It's hybrid. Shooting a car, uh, shotgun Tec- cartridge out of technically. A pistol. Well, every shotgun is a hybrid. Technically, you can shoot a, slug out a number of years ago, I shot one with a bow on a WMA that had shotgun only, and I I broke the law. With the way the rules were. What's the statute of limitations on that, Nick? Let's just <laughs> get him out of here. Enough. Break the law. Enough. Yes, I did break the law. Well, if you shoot a deer in muzzleloader with a bow, you're not breaking the law. Yeah, you are. No, you're not. Muzzleloader only. Primitive weapon. Muzzle no, it doesn't only. say primitive. No, it says muzzleloader only. We'll go Look it up. This. We'll go through this. <laughs> Look it up. We'll go through this. Bring this Look up. it up. You can shoot a bow in different seasons. Nope. Yes, you can. Yes, Why you can. couldn't you? You're, nope. you're arguing with the You can go with general gun, which is anything, anything. and everything but muzzleloader only. only? All right. It says we'll only. See. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Well, we're going to take a break and uh, shove some of these uh, beautiful breakfasts uh, that were brought out here this morning. So stay with us. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and Brandon Ford. It's getting foggy out here. <laughs> That's a, that's, no, that's a boat anchor. Man, welcome, yeah, back. welcome back, big and wild outdoors. <laughs> yeah, you, that'll wear you down. You'll have to sit down there about every fifty yards. It's not. No, that. you know, we during the break, Jonathan went over and brought one of his little kids out of the truck, his uh, Taurus raging judge, and uh, I handed it off to Nick and said, "Feel this thing." He's like, "Holy crud, man! Do you imagine carrying this thing? That's way too much the, of my you know rifle." What the nickname that, for this no, is right now that he had the. You have a sling for that. <laughs> Now that he had his uh, fingerprints on it, you know, he's going to oh, yeah. use that for a drop gun. Yeah, what, yeah. you dropped that when everybody will know you dropped it. You yeah, dropped Jonathan out. went and got that after the uh, the 45 miss on the armadillo. It's the get something a little more spread. Oh, there's oh there comes the armadillo story back. I said if he'd have shot it with that, it wouldn't have been. It would have taken one shot. We'd be all right. We'd lose half the island, though. Yeah, but then you, huge. Well, Then where's the story? I mean, yeah, exactly. There would just be no fun. A few hundred pieces. It'd be like uh, we'd be talking Jed Clampett. You had an armadillo with that thing when you hit crude oil. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> that is a big pistol. Uh, but we're going to be giving one of the Taurus uh, judges away at the uh, little turkey seminar next weekend out of G5 Feeding Outdoors. All you got to do is come by, hang out, and uh, meet some of the best turkey call makers and callers here in the state of Florida. And just come out, learn something, buy some stuff, get ready. I know that they got a little crop of uh, some nice shotguns coming in. So if you're looking for a new shotgun, something maybe in some camo, I I know that the uh, gun department's going to have some of those over there ready to go as well. So it's going to be a good day had by all. Uh, It's uh, from 10 a.m. until 2 is basically the time that you want to come and hang out. I mean, you could come earlier or stay later. It doesn't matter to me. But uh, I think that the gun drawing is going to be given away at um, uh, 2 o'clock. Also, we're going to have uh, uh, the Big and Wild Outdoors is going to have a $50 gift certificate to give away as well while we're out there. So, you know, you know we'll get the you Big and Wild Outdoors? We'll get you a kickstart on that. So we give you 50 bucks to go in and mess around in the store and, Pick something out you like. Maybe get a couple of diaphragm calls or a new box call or a new slate or glass or something, whatever you want to do. What uh, what seems to be the hot ammo 
this uh, year? I'm everybody has their preferences, but the Remington ammo, the duplex loads that they still make because Winchester is not doing it like they used to. So really? that seems to be one of the hot ones. Well, the old duplex load, that oh, one yeah. would literally knock your molars out. That thing, they, I think it had too much horsepower for 90% of the people who shot it, so they kind of – I'm an extended range guy. Do you yeah. have any uh, long beard shells in there? I don't know. I haven't looked over there yeah. yet, so I, I don't know. I asked that question because, Dad, it's funny you say about the duplex. Dad calls me the other day. He's like, hey, I got this turkey flyer the other day. And he's like, they make the duplex loads again. He goes, but they're only making them in five, six, and seven. I'm like, yeah, Dad. I said, because nobody wants to shoot. Those twos and fours, yes. I, I, I shot. I'm not kidding. I think I killed that turkey from here to those three crosses. Listen, <laughs> I mean, with you, a you, with a modified you, choke in a bad. Mossberg 500, and I mean, for two days, I was walking around going, "Dang, I think you, I cracked a molar." You back better here. make sure because in a lot of places, I don't think you can go down to a two and be legal. Yeah, well, I know that they had those. It's just like bow hunting and muzzleloader season, right, Nick? <laughs> yeah, let me amend that. There, was, there, there is a, a change in the muzzleloader rules coming in this next season, though. And well, muzzleloader shotgun. What are you talking about? We were talking duplex loads, and you went up, climbed up a telephone pole. What yeah. are you talking about? Well, I'm he's, just he's saying. talking that, about all the meeting stuff that he went yeah, through the, this past week. In, in this uh, last meeting here, we are now allowed to go down to a 30 caliber right. in a muzzleloader. So, which uh, I, I would think that would be okay. It's good. What's wrong with a thirty caliber? I mean, every almost every There's rifle nothing. in America is thirty caliber. Correct, and and so those uh, old rules got set a long time ago, and now FWC had people yards. say, "Hey, how about we went down to thirty when we when we went through the process on the air guns, we went all the way down to the thirty caliber in the air gun, and after." That got implemented. Somebody said, hey, if we can do it in an air gun, can we come back around and, and do it with the muzzleloader? And FWC said, sure. Why not? Why not? It, there's nothing wrong with it. And in archery equipment, the big thing is you can – your laser sights, laser range finders, all that are coming in legal starting next year also. Now, <laughs> you're talking about laser sighting devices or yes. just laser yeah. ranging? Yes. And one of the commissioners turned around. So you can around. put a red dot on well, there. Well, that was and, uh, Florida. And I know going. the Vendetta rangefinder that Leupold made. They had issues with that because when you set it up, there's a laser that you have to set up with your 20-yard pin. So then you know, of course, what you're aiming at with it when you're pushing the button and it's giving you a range. And I forget who it was said that to me. They're like, you can't use that. It projects a laser. I'm like, the laser is for setting up. You never it, use it again. In the state of Florida, you could project a laser yeah. starting next year, yeah. and you're going to be legal. Now, when you say next year, you mean this coming season. July yes. 1st. Yeah. Starting July 1 is when the new hunting rules will go in. Right. And and whatnot. Well, there's several rules that are being changed and uh, some improvements in some. And I know the big thing that you got uh, that you was dancing in the street about is your full day of turkey hunting on most WMAs. On most, but that's better than none. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> it's it's night and day different compared to where it was. And this has been about a seven year process for me. Uh, in finally, this you finally in, wore them down. I wore them down. Three commission seats <laughs> later, you. I was going to say we just had to get about five people fired and uh, moved on. Y'all just, just give him what he wants already. So now, and, and the funny thing is. We had, you know, it takes 
It takes them to convince them to get them to try it. Then they put it on a couple WMAs to try it. Then you do like three years of data collection to make sure that you're not going to unset the cart with the over-harvest. Then you turn around, and we had change in uh, director of hunting and game management. The turkey biologist went to another state. Uh, not in the rule cycle change process. It just, it just was like, and, but finally it's done. So it's that's done. a done deal as well. So and so, what does it mean now that you say it's a done deal? This means on certain management areas you can hunt turkeys all the way to sunset, from sun up all half the way an to hour sunset. before sunrise, sunrise to sunset. sunset. So that means you could actually walk the area if they move out into an open field, say around eleven o'clock or noon. And if you want a dog out there and try to sneak up on him in a field with a fan, do all that kind of good stuff. You're allowed to do that during the day process yeah. as well. Or if you want to turn around and quit at 10 o'clock, go back to camp, take a nap, go back out at 4 o'clock, ride around, try and find some turkeys, and try and work at them. You can work at them, and if you don't get them at dark, then you know where they're starting their day, and you can get out there uh, calling sick to work and say, I'll, I'll be a I'll be in late. And- that's turkey. Turkey. I have bird flu. <laughs> so the real fight for the whole time was so Bill could just go back and take a nap at the night, camp. a nap, and then come back out without having to leave. Now, now, is that is that starting after July first this year as well? Yes. So it, they'll so there'll be no turkeys left after this year in Green Swamp. No, no, no. This uh, this turkey no, season they'll have a chance this year. Yeah. This year it's still till one p.m. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, after July first of the next hunting season, that's when it's going to be implemented. Well, after this turkey season, yeah. next yeah. turkey season, right? The, rules. These rules will be in effect. Okay. Well, you know, that only seems fair because if you're out there deer hunting in the fall and you decide to take a turkey at 2 o'clock in the afternoon that walks through your tree stand, you can shoot one. Well, the the current rules, in a long, number of years ago, we had an issue when they changed daylight savings time to start a couple weeks earlier. I lost a couple – I lost an hour of turkey season for two weeks because they changed the date up. So I, I literally lost season when they made that, that Well, not change. just you, but everybody but else. But everybody else. Yeah. But when, when I turn around and you want to take a kid out and he's in school, getting them out after school was, is, wasn't an option on public land. On private land, you could take them out and hunt in the afternoon. So spring turkey, which I think is one of the most exciting things to hunt, you know, when that bird's gobbling and, and you're – doing that little chess game that's that's incredible and so apparently that's what you did at the meeting you just did the chess game and finally won them out <laughs> yeah bullied them into submission yeah, yeah. whooped them and, and just beat them and beat them and beat them till you've got rid of a lot of them and then they change it so what else has changed now um we have the Back new shark fishing rules going in place uh so no more bloodbath on the beach oh uh, no more chumming and my big thing is the chumming is beach. anybody putting <laughs> out chum <laughs> From a beach, and a beach is anywhere where it's sandy. And it was, it's funny. I sit there and says to him, you know, about the kid with the bait bucket. So we'll we'll talk to that. Yeah, we got to take a quick break. This is the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live this morning out here at Countryside Baptist Church. Come by and see us. Brought to you by G Five Feed and Outdoors. Brandon Ford. We'll be right back. <laughs> 